How are you today? I'm very, very good. I'm very excited. I am too. Yeah. Go ahead. You can ask me why. Really. Why okay. are you? Ex- why are you excited? Thank you, because we have a guest today that I've always wanted to have on here. That I always knew we would. Um, but it, it, it's funny. It's like one of those special guests that, in my mind, was the immediate, you know, on the immediate guest list of people we would have to have on the show. But you kind of put it off because it's such a great one. Not that all our guests have been great, but you just know you'll get to it and there will be a right time or a right occasion. Um, like Karen Starr, right? Sure. You, She's you, a good example. You save she, you save it for a special yeah. occasion, we'll I, say, right? And I'm weird like that. I'm like that with gifts, like at Christmas, things come in the mail, and I'm like, I'm not going to just rush and open it here. And then I wait. It drives Jason crazy. He's like, open this present. I want to see it. I'm like, no, I got to wait till, till I'm not going to be bothered, till I can savor the moment. So here with us today is Aaron Hervey, oh, one of Akron's greatest chefs, if not the greatest, for Aww. so many reasons. Uh, he is a pinnacle in the culinary community here in Akron. He owns Crave, um, a restaurant that has stayed incredibly busy the entire time it's been open, so it's easy to call it a huge success. So many people's favorite uh, it's their favorite. It's their go-to. So many special occasions have been shared there by so many people. And Aaron, thank you very much for being here. Oh well, thank you. I when I'm done blushing <laughs> after that introduction, I'll uh, try to figure out what to say next. Um, thank you. You well, you're always gracious and huge supporter. I'm sucking up, but I just think that you are such an incredibly well-rounded person. Um, not only very talented and, and own a successful restaurant. Some people have that, but they don't have that incredibly nice and genuine personality that you have. Um, and the other reason that we have you here today is I mentioned timing, and you have a new business on the horizon, another venture called right. the... Crave Cantina. Woo! Crave! Crave Cantina! I can't wait. <laughs> okay, so what you tell us, what do you want to talk about first? Your first big successful restaurant or the upcoming? What, what's on your mind? What do you uh, I want to talk about you moving. Oh, God. <laughs> and what a bummer it is for everybody. Talk about a pillar of the community, and now you're going to leave. There's, there's a bombshell. Oh. Hashtag sucker to the gut. Sorry. Sorry. So we are, in fact, moving. Um, you are correct. I hope I'm not uh, disappointing anybody too much, which is a weird thing to say because um, we really enjoy what we do here. We really love this city. And our leaving has nothing to do with wanting to leave Akron. Of course. It is only because we got inspired to try something new. Something new. And, again, speaking of timing, if we wanted to do it, the time was right for us. So mm-hmm. I look at life as an adventure. Um, I love variety. I love, you know, I'm not somebody that when I go to a restaurant eats the same thing every time. I like to try new things. And I love my job because it allows me to dabble in so many things. And this is just a new exciting something to try. And we're very excited. And we are open still for a couple months. So we hope everybody comes to see us. Yeah. And seriously, come see us. And, and, you know, we want to see you as much as we can before we go. Um, Our last day is Friday, April 28th. And... It's one of those things where I'm not somebody who's like, we're out of here and things were never going to come back. I never pretend to know what the future holds. And I would be more than lucky and more than thrilled to come back to Akron one day. I'll be the first to say I don't plan to look at that ever as a bad thing Mm -hmm. or that it represents any sort of failure if we, quote unquote, have to come back here. So whether we stay down there long term, whether we uh, go somewhere else in the country, whether we come back here um, is yet to be, we don't know. It's in the stars. We, we are only going to be there May through November. We have a short-term lease to see how we like it down in Key West. Um, we're not opening a business down there. Are you ready for this? We're going to re-enter the workforce, get normal jobs, quote-unquote. Jason already helps you out, so he's kind of already back in that realm a little bit. So anyway, thank you for bringing it up, but um, I want to get back to you. 
and talk about what an awesome neighbor you've been over the years, what inspired you to start a restaurant here in Akron. Mm -hmm. Let's start with this. Why did you become a chef? Did you know from like wombdom, meaning in the womb, that this is what you wanted to do? Did you come mm. out with like a wooden spoon in your hand? No, not at all. Um, you know what? I, I Quite frankly, I graduated high school not knowing what the heck I wanted to do. Yeah. And uh, it was one of those things. I had an aunt that lived in Southern California, and I had acted in high school. And she said, come out here and you know pursue that. And it, it just seemed like a pipe dream. And I was into photography, but I didn't really think I could make uh, a career out of that, which foolish me. Uh, somebody should have sent me straight. And yeah. Uh, so, yeah, through a, a series of... Uh, you know, happenstance, I, I started working in a hotel and quickly transferred to the kitchen because it looked exciting and it looked like this perfect balance of uh, blue collar and white collar mm -hmm. with, with artistry. So <gasps> that was how it all started. That is a great story and a, a great way to explain it. I think that says a lot about you. Um, again, speaks to what a well-rounded person you are. You're a very creative person and a great business person. Um, it's funny because each of the things you mentioned, acting, photography, obviously the culinary arts, are all creative mm -hmm. uh, you know, professions or, sure. or areas. Um, you've always been that way then, I would assume? Yeah, I think so. I, I think cooking really brought it out of me. I think that I didn't even perceive myself as that artistic. You know, I like to dabble in painting. I like to dabble in a lot of mediums, but I never excelled in any of them. Look at you! Oh, you little painter, you. Well, I didn't know that. It's been a while. Yeah? But, uh, yeah. Because you're so to. busy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that creative background shows in how your restaurant is set up, the menu. I mean, I could I could see that care that goes into it, you know. I, I think Crave is like this kind of classy place that, that really, I don't know, it reminds me like I'm, I, think, I think I'm in a bigger city when I'm in that. Mm -hmm. Uh, venue, even though I mean, not to say anything bad about Akron, but it's actually you know it, it's got the feel of like a a real restaurant. We'll say, yeah, it was it was one of uh, the first places I experienced here in town. Beyond just commuting and going to the university and going back home, I lived in uh, a little house in Hinkley at the time with a roommate, and I wasn't really experiencing the city because it, it wasn't quite what it is now. There wasn't as much. Sure. It didn't seem too experienced, quite frankly. But I didn't know about these hidden gems over here that had recently come to be in the historic district, one of them being Crave. And this is kind of funny. I was um, working at Pad Thai in Fairlawn at the time when I was in college. And I had a friend, a, a server friend, who was dating the bartender at Jacob Good at the time. Mm -hmm. And for those who are listening and don't know, Jacob Good is the location where Three Point used to be. Um, it was Jacob Good, and, and then some may remember it was the Big City Chop House, and then it was Three Point. So when it was Jacob Good, we went to see her boyfriend after work one day. She said, come out. We're, my boyfriend is bartending. We can go have a glass of wine until he gets off. And we sat at that bar, and I thought, this place is beautiful. The, the interior of that restaurant was lovely, the, the bar and, uh, and, and everything. And I was like, wow, I didn't even know this was here. And then the owner of that place, I don't care, I'm leaving Acura and I'm putting stuff on shout, <laughs> was a dude who was super uh, hilarious in a hyper crazy what the what kind of way. Like what a very political, nice way to say thank that. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I am leaving and I, I, I'm throwing it out there, but I, you're right. I'm putting it very tastefully. <laughs> as, as always. So that was, um, we're sitting there drinking our wine and that was uh, going on. The guy was just there, and I'm not going to use his name, of course, and, and he was just kind of like in everybody's face, having a great time. You know, it was like he was there to have fun, too. Let's put it that way. And, <laughs> and so my friend was getting a little annoyed with the situation, and she says, you know what? She looks at her boyfriend. She's like, Steve, we're going to go over to Crave and have a glass of wine over there until you get off. You can meet us. And so we walk over to Crave, and that's my first time there. And we sit at the bar, and I'm like, this place is beautiful, too. This is incredible. And the character of Crave, you know, the exposed brick walls and the beautiful kind of liquidy glass light fixtures, right? There is an end to the story, I swear. But <laughs> So that was my first time at Crave, and I was blown away that these things were in Akron. Um, and while Jacob Good and Big City Chop House and Sorry Three Point have all come and gone, you have endured like no other restaurant, like – so strong, your reputation is huge, and 
the quality is incredible to this day. Um, people still go in there for the first time and, and they're just so impressed by what they see and what they eat. But that was my first time and it was, I'm not kidding, one of the, the big reasons that when we found an apartment in this neighborhood, I wanted to be here so bad because I knew really? that there were these, no, it provided some of the vibe for the neighborhood. If those mm -hmm. were empty spaces, yeah. it wouldn't have been quite sure. the same. And, and so I just knew that there was like really great stuff going on in this neighborhood. And that was one of the huge standout in my mind anchors to the situation. Did um, you not have your first date with Jason there? Okay, okay. So I, Am I wrong? <laughs> so also <laughs> that night, my friend and I went over there to wait for her boyfriend. We're sitting at the bar having um, a drink or whatever, and she knows this guy that works in the kitchen there, a friend of hers. And so she messages him and says, hey, if you, it was late enough. She said, if you're all done back there, come out and say, hi, I'm at the bar. And... Uh, Candace, what's up if you ever listen to this that she's the reason and Jason came out to say hi to her and that is actually how we met and we awesome. didn't yeah that's we, what I thought we met at Crave because he was working there mm -hmm. so I don't know I guess I could thank you for any number of things you are a big part oh, of the reason stop. that we ended up living in this neighborhood because I was just you know loving what I saw here including your restaurant and um, you're the reason I met Jason to begin with and you're one of the first things I saw that showed me another side of Akron that made mm -hmm. me wanna, that showed me that there was something beyond the university that was really, really worth you know revisiting. I, I thought it was just Wow, that's beautiful. touching, that's great. So blah, great blah, story. blah, now it's your time to talk for the next 10 straight minutes, because I've done <laughs> that. Um, when um, you started Crave, did you ever at the, you know, over, has this been like coming over the years that you knew you wanted to ultimately have a, another restaurant or location? Yeah, I think when you're doing the first one, um, regardless of what your dreams and aspirations are, you're so overwhelmed with the first one, um, maybe not overwhelmed, just busy, that it probably takes a backseat. Probably before it opened, I probably thought that, you know, oh, I want to do a barbecue place one day. I want to do this. I want to do that. But then you centered on and you created a business concept and plan for um, what you ultimately are striving for. And so that... You know, after, it probably took four years. We were busy, very busy in the, the uh, early years. So, you know, at no point does that enter your mind then. But then once you're settled, things are going well, it looks like everything's on track. Um, you know, I mean, some people want to do second concepts, some don't. I, I totally get if you don't. I mean, it's a full-time life commitment. Um, I'm not saying I have the hardest job in the world, but, um, you know, a big part of why a restaurant is a success, as you know, from what you guys do, is the personal touch and how much you have to put into it every day. Um, I'm fortunate I have really, really good people that work for me, loyal people that have been there a decade, um, probably about eight people that have been there a decade, which in restaurant is crazy unheard of. So there's a foundation, and Without that foundation, I could never go and do a second one because you don't know if you're being stolen from, if things are going well, you know, just what's going on. But there's, there's, a, there's a core there that um, ultimately, almost 12 years later, um, I'm able to kind of step aside. And, you know, again, everybody doesn't want to have multiple, and I don't blame them. But, you know, unfortunately, I'm the kind of guy that as much as I miss, like, maybe not hanging out with my family, I'm driven to the point where... I wouldn't be content if I didn't try to chase down other dreams and aspirations, so to speak. You work so much. I know not just because I am business neighbors with you, but from living in the neighborhood, you know, in other words, when I'm not at work, I was right across the alley. So mm -hmm. you're coming in and going at all hours, you know, morning, noon, night, whatever your schedule may be. And that little red Mini Cooper was always outside I, you know and it's funny you say that because there'd be Sundays I'd have to come down and do something yeah. the only day we're closed and I would get out of the car and I would think to myself boy if they're over there looking they're probably like what in the <laughs> hell is he doing he lives well, there only, yeah. in, only in a sort of in terms of on your behalf sense like oh god like I always felt bad like oh my god he worked so much so yeah. hard um I, I don't I, w I always thought, I don't know how he does it, and I just look at you as, honestly, you're some sort of hero figure to me. You oh, are crazy. You're going to make me blush again. But, dude, you're <laughs> crazy. Heck, I, I don't know how I do it, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, you're, you're crazy humble about it. No, You're not one of those people, um, you know, ugh, 
there's so many like organizations and sort of get together groups now and right. this and that and people patting themselves on the back and patting each other mm -hmm. on the back and that's all well and good but I think I've noticed more times than you would believe how many times I think to myself how hard you work how you are that chef how I feel like you are that core chef of Akron like Akron's chef who's always at work and never comes out and plays and socializes and blows stuff off to pat himself on the back or be in the forefront of these like you know events and and you mm -hmm. know these gatherings where people socialize and just talk about who's who and who's what you're just that restaurant they go to because it's always there for them because mm -hmm. you are behind the scenes working so hard and making it happen yeah i think you know i think in the beginning you you're forced to do it and then i think over the years it just gets ingrained in you. You know, it's it's almost it could sound sad if looked at in a different light, but it just becomes all the, all that you know to do. Um, and I know my limitations. I mean, if I if I am toast, then I'm toast, and I walk away for a half a day. Or you a come day to or, a podcast and drink some hey, rum. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, speaking of rum, you're going to have a focus on rum and tequila at your new Crave Cantina, right? That's correct. Yes. So let's talk about the cantina. Okay. Tell everybody where it's going to be. Okay. So um, it's it's going to be opening before the soon-to-be redeveloped Front Street area, uh, right off Broad Boulevard, next to the Sheridan. In Cuyahoga uh, Falls. In Cuyahoga Falls, mm -hmm. right off Route 8. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Say that again. Cuyahoga Falls. Cuyahoga, Cuyahoga. Cuyahoga Falls. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's cool how some people like say Cuyahoga Falls, which yes. I do. And then there's some people... Cahoga. Like Cahoga. like Chrissy Hind, right? Or like yes. you just did, who just kind of like blur it together, and I love that. Say it again. From Seneca to, to Cahoga, Cahoga Falls. <laughs> it's just efficiency, you know? Too many syllables. That's You've right. Gotta That's right. Mash them up a little wow. bit. Wow. Haven't, haven't the Indians been through enough, the Native Americans? Why do we need to like not pronounce their words correctly, you guys? Come on. Good point. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. True. I think it's beautiful how, the, how it's trip. become like acronized Cahoga Falls, Cahoga. Yes. Um, that's the way acronites say it. A lot of times. Okay, so you will be in that awesome little front street strip. Mm -hmm. What's the plan for that strip as a whole? I mean, obviously you're moving in there. There must be good things coming that intrigue you to go do yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, as a matter of fact, I was d doing an interview with uh, the people that are crafting this story for the city of Cauga Falls. And I was explaining, I, I, this had never dawned on me, I was explaining um, how there's not much down there right now and that we're going to go in before anybody else. We're going to go in before the road's done. Um, so when the road opens, we'll be there. And then everybody else, you know, is snapping up property and moving because it's going to be the hot, new, redeveloped area. And the You guy are so smart. The guy said, did it ever occur to you that when you did that here, right. you were kind of a pioneer? The, the art museum wasn't open, the, this wasn't there, the That's parking. what I was going to say. And I said, and I said, honestly, no, it didn't. He said, so you just... You just look at an area, you analyze, you think, you know the neighborhood, you know the people, their loyalty, et cetera, and if you like the space, you just kind of take a plunge. And I said, yeah, basically. You're a trendsetter in that way. I, I totally compared it to what you did here when you said that, that hmm, nothing's there yet. It immediately occurred to me that nothing's there yet, but you're going to do it. You're going to make the people come. You're going to have something there before everyone else does. You're going to set that trend. And you did do that, whether you were aware of it at the time or right. not. That's exactly what you did here. Yeah, I mean, so the, so sorry, that was a long-winded answer, and I didn't answer you. So they're going to start in April next month um, on demolition to basically do a new streetscape from Broad Boulevard all the way down to where Front Street is, uh, past Portage Trail. They're going to start on the further end, so they're not going to get down to demo until early August is what I'm being told. Um, so with that being said, um, we've got about two and a half, three months uh, before any disruptions happen. Um, there's two parking decks right across the street. Um, the city is going to build us like a plywood bridge for pedestrians to cross over the construction. And so we kind of fashioned the idea that, okay, until, because there's not a lot down there right now, and until the road is open, which is estimated at 12 to 14 months after it starts, so let's say July of 18 uh, is when it'll be done, we're just going to open for dinner Monday through Friday, um, probably at about 3 o'clock. Um, and then on the weekends, we're going to open at 11 for brunch. So nice. the concept is whenever we're open, there might be a bulldozer out front, but it's not going to be operating. There isn't going to be the sound of jackhammers per se. Okay. So that's kind of the, the plan for the road, the plan for us. And then when the road opens and there's more life down there, we'll open for lunch. 
Um, so it Very will be a seven-day-a-week operation. Very smart. Well thought out, which doesn't surprise me coming from you. Um, what inspired you to go the cantina route? Is, is this, are tacos like one of your favorite foods? Is Mexican one of your, you well, know, as, ba- Jay, as Jason would say, right. he doesn't know if he's <laughs> seen me go 20 minutes without eating a taco. The, the truth behind that is, is that it's convenient for a chef on the run. Like, you've got tortillas laying around, you got this, you got that, you just slap it in there and there's a quick bite. It's like I never eat a meal. It's always something to get me through the next two hours of meetings or this or that and then you grab so a tortilla you stuff it with something stuff it with something stuff it in your mouth good he does that every day but i never knew that was why <laughs> yeah he, he, he just says he likes tacos people think that we eat so well but uh <laughs> we really eat just to get through um no you know the, like i said earlier i had three different business plans an asian a barbecue and this latin concept and I was, okay. i'd been shopping them around for about two years Greater Akron area, looked as far as uh, Medina, Kent, uh, Cleveland, and just couldn't find the right property, right landlord, right situation, whatever. So I had a, a, a friend uh, introduce me, a friend called me up. I said, God, I don't know why this has ever not you know, dawned on me, but I have a friend who was raised in the re- restaurant industry. He's pretty much gotten out. He's into real estate, but he's got a ton of real estate, and he probably lo- he doesn't have your culinary side. So you guys would probably make a great team. So I, I said, okay, introduce me. So uh, he introduced me. We started looking at a bunch of his properties, but the first one I looked at was that one. And I knew it before I even went on to look at seven other properties. I just, I knew, I was like, wow, this place has got good bones. It's in a good community. And I think when I looked at it, I was vaguely aware that they were gonna redevelop the area. So I, I looked at it and thought, even if they're not gonna redevelop the area with the parking, and in in, I grew up in Stowe, as Jason did, and so growing up in Stowe, Cogga Falls was our rival, but uh, <laughs> you know, it, even though I didn't like Cogga Falls, I had a ton of family there. I knew it was a, always a more built-up, community-oriented kind of suburb of Akron, and so I, I, even without knowing the redevelopment was coming, I was like, this is, this is a slam dunk. Like, and, then this the, is, and then the restaurant gods smiled down on you right. and said, we'll redo the whole area for you, Aaron. We'll make this happen. Yay! So, the, the, so I'm probably being too long-winded here, but you asked how did I know that the Latin thing would work there. Yeah. So I went down. I got the keys. I went down there one Sunday morning, and I no, said. No, you're not, you're not long-winded. I'm sipping on my tequila while you talk. Please okay. continue. Carry on. Um, I literally went down there by myself on a Sunday morning, and I sat at this bar stool for 10 minutes and looked at it. I sat at this bar stool. I sat at this booth, this table, and I just took it all in, and I thought, you know, this place could be anything, but it's got such good bones. It's, got, it's long. It's skinny. It's got a tin ceiling. It just had, it's got this ornate back bar. It just had all that looks kind of Latin with the, the metal hardware, and I thought, this has got to be the cantina concept. This, this make that makes the most sense. We I could sell noodles or we could sell meat, but this is best served being here. I love how you think. You, in this case, let the space talk to you. You let the space yeah. sort of decide. You sat Absolutely. down from different visual perspectives in the space and asked yourself what you saw happening there. I love things like that. Um, is, is it? I know it's supposed to open coming up soon here. Is it one of those things where you're already in there cooking and practicing recipes? How far along are we at this point? Well, okay. Because isn't it supposed to open in May? Well, okay, yeah. So the funny thing about restaurant openings is that, as everybody knows, they never go off exactly how they're planned. I can, yeah, I can't believe how fast. I, the, these guys, we, we hired this great company called uh, Rubber City Construction, and um, they're just dynamic. They have worked at warp speed. For um, real. The truth is, is that we're probably 80% done right now. I mean, equipment's in there, furniture's in there, uh, but we're waiting on some drawings to be submitted or, or be okayed, and then plumbing and electric can be finished. So, um, sorry, wh- how did that, what was the question no, yeah, you asked so, me to start? No, 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 so have you guys, I mean, obviously you've been like testing recipes. Do you have to do that yeah. at, at the original crate yeah, at this point? No, there's yeah, there's no cooking going on there. You know, you could yeah. say that for the last two years we've, been testing a lot of that stuff there. Yeah. So, um, you know, not, not All much. right. I'm going to ask. I have to ask. I don't know what the answer will be, but are you allowed? Can you tell us? Are you allowed? It's your decision. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can. You're allowed to do it. Is it, or do I need Dana's <laughs> approval on oh, this question? 
Okay, so as for those who don't know, the, the beautiful Dana Hervey oh. is Aaron's wife, and they are a husband-wife team at Crave. Um, you can usually, a lot of nights, find Dana working the bar, but she, just like Aaron who cooks, have umpteen many other responsibilities as restaurant owners, but how cool that you guys have done this together all these years. Yes. So, okay, yes, you may need her permission for this, but right. are you allowed to give us one item that will be on the menu, one taco? Oh, boy, one taco. Okay, so that's a funny <gasps> funny story. I'll try not to be long-winded. We're on our third revision of the menu. It's all done, but Thursday we're finishing the tacos, the refinements. Uh -huh. So let me give you one that I think is pretty safe. Um, okay, hickory smoked brisket, <gasps> soft taco with uh, pasilla, chili pepper pesto, fried potatoes, white cheddar, and pickled red onions. Oh. Sounds amazing. Oh. Thanks. Yum. We got inside information, Chris. Yes. But I don't feel special because now everybody knows. <laughs> All right. You're welcome, <laughs> listeners. No, that sounds incredible, and that will give people a good idea. Obviously, each one's going to be distinct and different. Sure. But those amazing combinations of yeah. items that you create. Right are going to be in taco, Latin taco form, and paired, obviously, with some really great rums and tequilas, mm -hmm. which everybody loves. I have, this is kind of cute. Okay. <clears throat> Jason said I should quiz you on the history of the taco. Okay. So <laughs> I looked I'm probably going to fail miserably. I don't expect you to know, because why would you know this? Okay. But So I looked it up online. Here we go. This is going to be really hard. Um, what country did the taco originate in? <laughs> Was it A, France? B, Ireland, or C, Mexico? Oh. What do you think, Aaron? I think it was definitely Ireland. <laughs> no, that is correct. And I don't know why we don't drink more Guinness with our tacos. <laughs> Moving right along. Okay, this one's a little harder. This, uh -oh. is a, this is actually a real one. Obviously, we all knew okay. the ans answer to the first. I just threw that in for fun. <clears throat> the taco dates back to the what century? Was it the 16th century, the 17th century, or the 18th century, according to the internet? Mm, I'm going to say all the way back to the 16th. That's what I thought. And it oh, it says the 18th. Okay. Hmm. And that apparently it goes back and it started in the Mexican silver mines. Little tidbit I never knew about. Hmm. So again, this is what I guess the miners were eating. Eating on the go. Like and the so Ooh, we, need a, we need a taco named the silver something. There silver you go. Pair it with, yeah, pair it with a drink. Um, Something silvery, I don't know. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. But like, no, it, it 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 dates back to the 18th century to this Mexican silver mines, like I said, and it was, um, so obviously a very blue collar item, like a street, mm -hmm. like a laborer's item, mm -hmm. and then it kind of got put into the common culture because of that. Sure. And just blew up. Well, I mean, realistically, who doesn't like a good taco? You know what I mean? Like, like whether whether it's gluten free, whether it's flour, whether it's what it's filled with, like how many people can you could you Honestly, say you've talked to this like I don't like tacos. The the taco is like the Mexican hamburger, isn't yes. it? I mean, it's it's right. a staple yes. in that culture, and I I swear I I it's quickly becoming the second hamburger in America. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. They're so popular now, like everybody wants them. You're Very right. Popular. I mean, Mexican restaurants are just taken off. You know, and and so to Akron, have like we have a number a really awesome twist on you know Mexican tacos and cuisine from somebody like Aaron's abilities you know look what he does with flavors and things that crave is it gives you that elevated level that that other option um, not just the El Ranchos and things which are great on a Monday night Taco Tuesday whatever the heck you want to do but this is gonna be like oh my gosh the flavors the care the pickling is there the the roasting of the meats the you know well put yeah yeah you so, saved me that little <laughs> spiel. All right, I have one more Okay. Okay. Whoever gets this right, and neither of you will, can let me come up with something here. <clears throat> um, has to chug their drink. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> oh. No, has to. Can okay. Whoever, if you get it right, you can direct the other two people at the table to chug their drinks. Oh, oh boy. Right. Right. Okay. <laughs> National Taco Day is. I know. Nobody knows. Who would know this? Okay. If you get the month right, guess a month. May. No. March. No. It starts with an O. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not November. <laughs> it is October. So you can plan for this now. Okay. It's, yeah, it's Wednesday, October 4th. So you can obviously have a big old fiesta, Wednesday, October 4th, which is also a few days before my birthday. So I don't know if I'm in town, you know. 
perfect. I'll let you know. <laughs> no, so anyway, I didn't expect you to know any of that. Don't feel bad. But you know what would be fun? You could incorporate some of that, like, taco history and national, you know, whatever absolutely. on your menu. and yep. Little fun facts. People love that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Learn about the taco while you're here. Right, absolutely. Chris? Yes. Don't act like you knew any of that. I yeah I'm not I don't even pretend. So so what what made you see the potential in this block here uh, downtown Akron? Because you were basically the first really cool business to open here. I mean look look how it's blossomed since then. So what uh, what what stuck out to you? You know I, it was probably. Mm, how do I how do I put that? You know, it, it's kind of like you know I've lived in in Akron since 1995. Grew up in like I said, Stowe, the suburbs. Obviously, spent my entire life in and out of Akron, and you know the whole south end of downtown came up first in the 90s, and that was fun. It was a playground, you know, for us in our you know early to mid 20s and whatnot. But then uh, you know around 2000, when we were getting serious about doing something. Um, at least starting to try to. Um, I don't know. It was just painfully obvious to me that I wanted to lay down roots in Akron. I didn't. It was nothing against a suburb or a different area. I just thought, you know what? I, I'd worked in downtown Cleveland um, other times amongst other places, but I, I just, I don't know. I just wanted to lay down roots in Akron. I thought, this is a cool up-and-coming city that went through rough times back in the day, but it looks like it's just continuing to... It, it looked like... There was a ton coming down the pike. And, and a lot of people look at it and say, can say that now, and I think that the picture is much clearer now. But for you to have seen that back then, I yeah. think, is pretty it, incredible. It's like the, you know, I liked Cleveland before it was cool thing. Yeah. You know, I just knew it was, it was as close to where we've grown up and spent our whole life that it just made sense. And you went to culinary school here in Akron, right? Mm -hmm. At the University of Akron. Correct. So... He's actually a graduate of Akron's own oh. culinary program and created a restaurant here. Great. So I don't know. You're just one of those. And I think to be a Akron a, heroes. Right. True. And to be a good entrepreneur, you have to look ahead a little bit. You have to be able to see it just into the near future. Um, just just a bit to kind of see trends as they're oh, absolutely. before I mean, they the, hit the mainstream. Yeah. I mean, our industry evolved, has evolved and changed dramatically in the last 10 years so yeah. um you know th there are just not just trends but you know and not just what people want but reacting quickly enough to price points and uh, it's a constant monitoring thing so yeah, yeah. i agree completely. and Very it's true. uh as i've heard it it's a high failure rate industry so to last as long as you have here i mean that's that says a lot for what you're doing i mean are Thanks. there are there are there things that lessons that you've learned along the way? I mean, you've you've been here for quite a while, so. Oh my, where he would we start? He has not learned anything. Yeah, Nothing. where, where, where <laughs> would we start? Um, What's to be learned? Oh my God, I can only imagine. You should write a book. Oh I, yeah, if only I had time. <laughs> right. No, I you, you I, hopefully you learn tons. Um, no, I've I've learned tons. I I wouldn't know how to paraphrase that into a couple quick sentences. Mm -hmm. um, Without but, mentioning names and situations, right? You anything's a learning curve when you start a business, uh, right? And then it's obviously going to be finite to the or you know within the realm of the industry you choose. And but running a restaurant for how many years has it been since you opened Crave? Uh, September will be twelve, so eleven and a half. A dozen years. Yeah, crazy. You've learned a lot. Whether uh, you, you know what I mean, you just inevitably. Oh, do. oh, I have. You know, some learn very hard. Yeah. Um, some, you, you just have to take your lumps and you yeah. get it over time. You um, learn some things the hard way for sure. Yeah. And I mean, you know, now I'm a little bit older and so now things just are a little bit more obvious than when you're a little younger. And so it's, it's just evolution. And I want to talk hot sauce with you for a second. Oh. You make your own hot sauce at Crave and jar it. Mm -hmm. You use it on your menu. Um, you also make your own house Caesar and you sell those, you jar and sell them. Is that hot sauce going to be at the cantina, or is the cantina going to have its own new hot sauce? That is a great question. Thank you. I, you, I High five, Chris. should have known you were one. full of She did her research. I didn't. I just thought of that. I swear. <laughs> I was going to ask you about hot sauce. I, no, that's a great but question. But I didn't. So here's the long-winded yeah. answer. Are you right? You yeah. ready? Give it to um, me. Okay, so. Bring it. Monica Valdez, who has been my prep cook for a decade. What's up, Monica? 
Uh, Monica is going to be basically the brains of the operation at Cantina. Okay? okay. So Monica is going to do all the prep, everything in the morning, and then there'll be a, a crew of guys that put it out at night. So Monica has... Uh, There's just, a woman in charge. You hear that, everybody? Oh, yeah. So everyone can calm down now. There's more than one great woman <laughs> behind me or in front of me. Exactly. He's got his wife at the yeah. home with him, and Monica's making the new I have all these happen. work wives. Then I have Lori yeah. at Crave, Lori? the chef. We've so got to mention Lori. I answer to women all day long. So at any rate, Monica is um, just brilliant. You know, if I, if I think I can make something good, that's Latin, like I'll make uh, whatever, salsa verde or red tomatilla salsa. Uh, you ask Monica to make it, you don't know what she does, but it seems like there's only like five ingredients in it. It's 40% better. It's astonishing. Everybody's like, oh my God, oh my God. So the long-winded answer is we decided amongst all the different other Latin-esque hot sauces that we're going to have over there, um, we're going to take Crave's hot sauce, the, um, the base of it, and to have that brand, some some menu crossover things from Crave. There's, for instance, like chicken and waffles is a big seller at Crave. Mm -hmm. So we're working on a chicken and waffle taco where the taco shell is actually waffle batter like a crepe, sure. whatever. So we're going to do the same thing with Crave's hot sauce. We just found out about a second taco. <laughs> <laughs> okay, God, go I got to shut up or <laughs> trick too much away. Revealing more of your I walk this really fine. Drink more, Aaron. Drink more. I, I walk this really uh -huh. fine line in social media of, trying to whet people's appetite without giving too much away, but you, you got me in the right, now I'm giving it all up. I didn't mean to make you say that. So we're going to take Crave's hot sauce, and we're going to put this ricotto chili pepper in Ricotto, it. not ricotta. Yes. Not ricotta. You got and that? It, it, you, you'll get it. If you've had or like Crave's hot sauce, you'll get that it, that's the base with just a little Latin twist. Ah, so, so. interesting. And will it be for sale? Yeah, You got absolutely. a bottle of that? Absolutely. Isn't it? Good. Yep. Okay. Have you tried the Not Yo Daddies? Love it. You love it? Great stuff. Um, Had it at Falls Better Block this summer and was yeah. fell in love. It is good stuff. I love that Like Akron, of all places, is producing super awesome hot sauces. I feel like this city doesn't quit. Like I love that. Like Unexpected. I feel like these are hot sauces that you could get anywhere around the world, really, and people would be impressed by them. Where did that come from? Oh, it came from Akron, Ohio. Yeah, like, absolutely. Do you love that people are bottling things up and producing things oh, here in I, this I just city? love, like, you know, I, you know my, my uh, non-family me time is just, like, you know, scrolling through Instagram and just, yeah. you know, looking at what's going on in the world and getting design ideas and getting food ideas and, and seeing people be happy and whatnot. And I'm just overwhelmed with... The quantity of products that I see coming out of Akron, whether it's honey, whether it's hot sauce, whether it's like, wow, this is yeah. what I wanted when I was 22 years old. Yeah. But, you know, it didn't happen then. So it's what? A, Who cares? It's time. happening now. Yeah. You know, there's talented people all over Akron doing really good things. And everybody's proud to call it home. Everybody's yeah. proud to be part of the community. And, and it just gets better every year. What a great time to leave, Liz and Jason. Oh, Perfect time, Liz. Idiots. No. <laughs> Idiots. You're going to come no, back not to We will come back. I know amazing, we will. Amazing, amazing for, for visits or for just to come back. But you know what? That's how it works. Whatever. Like, you see that stuff, like I'm saying, and I know you see that stuff because you're so intuitive and you're so in touch with so many different people in, in the fabric of the, the public. But when you go away, whether it's a year or five years, of course when you come back, it's dramatically, you think, oh my God, all this has changed. You just don't see it. It's like watching the grass grow when you're here. Yeah. You see it, but you don't see it as dramatic. Yeah, no, I think this city is going to grow, just continue to grow in leaps and bounds in the next two years, in the next five years, in the next ten years. I think there are so many good things to come, and it's going to be really exciting to come back and see what those are. And mm -hmm. who knows, maybe come back and be part of them. Like I said, I don't uh, pretend to know. But... Um, I know for one thing for sure, I know Crave will be here. I know the Crave Cantina will be right next door in Cuyahoga Falls. Um, I can't wait to go. Chris, we should totally get the other guys together. We have two other co-hosts that do this with us, and we should have a little podcast dinner. Um, that should have, Chris, I'm asking, could that be my going away dinner with you guys? Sure. Crave Cantina? Okay, thanks. Yeah, okay, absolutely. So, <laughs> I have to make these things happen for myself, you Aaron. Got it. <laughs> no, but we'll, we'll I, make it happen. We'll make it. But so. there will be one other member at that dinner. I, I, I think we can go ahead and uh, is this okay? Sure, okay with as me. As long as Ryan and Cody, our <laughs> other uh, co-hosts and, and spoils of Akron peeps, are cool with it, we have a replacement for me. Do you know Shane Wynn? Just say yes. Yes, okay. of course <laughs> I do. 
Shane. So Shane Wynn is this awesome local photographer, extremely talented. Do you remember the picture of um, Mayor Don on the cover of Akin Life magazine? Yes. And he's pinching his bow yes. tie. She took that picture. Got it. She's probably photographed you in your restaurant and you just don't know it. She's very, very, very good at photography. Okay. I, I, I am not even doing her justice. But in any case, she is very passionate about the community. She's been on our podcast. I don't know what it is, but she's on, on, been on multiple times. She's weaseled her way back into the podcast over and over. We mention her every time. She doesn't <laughs> go away, so we said, fine. When I leave, Shane, you take my place, and she is going to do it, and I couldn't be happier. Awesome. That's it, and great. And she listens to the podcast, too. She actually, supposedly. We we'll say. see. We'll, well see. You sh- here's what you we'll should do. Out. We'll see if she hears this. We'll see Let's if she... develop a quiz for her Ooh. to make sure she listens to it. Yes. Oh, I like that. That's and that could be like that segue show where it's her initiation. Yeah. Hashtag let's get Shane Win. I like it. No, she's super <laughs> cool. You will love her. You will definitely meet her. Cool. Um, but she's doing good things all around Akron, and she's won some Knights uh, Cities challenges for some proposals for some great projects to pr- help promote the city and, and further and she, bring she's light got, to people. Um, Something really cool coming out in a few weeks, I she's think. She's pregnant? The, the curate, no. Oh, oh. <laughs> the, <laughs> Sorry. Sorry the, Shane. the curated storefronts, she's doing these six foot oh, yeah. uh, photos of wim- women in Akron in underused places. So, in like abandoned buildings, and yeah, it's, wow, a, that's it's great. a great funded project. But the curated storefronts, they're I don't know if you've noticed, they're actually in some of the empty buildings. Yep. They're putting art in the windows. So her Good installation's going to go stuff. up in a few weeks. Yeah, she's an excellent photographer. We have so many talented photographers in town, but Shane stands out. You know, she has her own look and style. And yeah. she took our photos of the she podcast did. crew. She did. Yeah. That's the least we could do is let her have a spot, I, right? I can't stand <laughs> pictures of myself, but oh, the, I hear the you. ones Who she's can? taking of me, Who I can? like. <laughs> well, there you go. There's just yeah. another person like we're talking about that. Yeah. Probably loved Akron before it was cool. Oh, and absolutely. Is, and it's yeah. just a, a great person in the community. Yeah, and the city's full of them right now. It's unreal, yeah. actually. Yeah. Um, I, it's just you can't, like, turn around. And the cool thing is that they're making, you know, they're really getting out there. And if you don't know somebody who's doing great things, chances are you know somebody who knows that person. Like, the community itself is really communicating with each other and getting mm-hmm. to know each other and getting out there. And um, maybe it's, you know, in large part due to social media and everybody advertising what to do around town and the devil strip and... You know, mm-hmm. things like our little piddly co- podcast that nobody listens <laughs> to. But we um, are all very proud, like you said, Aaron. And you're raising your son here. Obviously, he goes to St. B's. Mm-hmm. Does he have any interest in staying in Akron when he's older? Has he mentioned that? Like, I feel like um, kids now he's 13, who, who he's grow up here grade. might want to do that. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. You know, it's seventh grade, you know, you don't know what you want to do. No, you don't you, at all. You're but starting does, to form ideas. Yeah, does he say anything about it? I mean, No, does, I think he... Does uh, he like being here? I think in converse. Yeah, I think he does. I mean, you know, if I take him on vacation to Key West, of course he goes, <laughs> hey, I want to live here, you know, anywhere tropical. But no, I... I what think, do you mean, Cameron? Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to go there? Um, so, yeah, really. It's so ugly. No, I think he does. It's I mean, cold all the time. Look, he's the first one that wants... Not just a LeBron James jersey, but he wants an Akron Zips basketball jersey. Nice. He wants, you know, stuff like that. So I think it's, whether he knows it or not, it's already starting to be ingrained in him. Like, he thinks it's cool. That's, and, I and that's what I, I mean. Too. I don't know that kids 20 years ago were like, oh, I think Akron's cool. And now exactly. they have reasons to call they, it cool. They didn't because I was here during that time. And, <laughs> <laughs> and all my peers left right after high school. And they're like, why did you stay? I'm like, because I see its potential. Oh, right. Oh. And I did. I did even from way back, you know, in Chris the 90s. Chris stuck it out. I now, stuck it out. When they come home, are they like flabbergasted? Like, man, there's a lot of cool stuff going on. Yes. Yeah. yeah well, I hear they, that a lot. They say that from afar. Like, yeah. you know, I've friends who live on the west coast and other cities and they're like impressed with what they see through digital media and mm-hmm. facebook and you know things that they read and it's like wow we actually have positive stories coming out of akron not just crime or lebron which you know he's not just he's crime or map. lebron it is <laughs> Those like are when the you two see things. a national story about akron in the past <laughs> i went and saw lebron some heinous crime or sure. something yeah, yeah, you know yeah. superstar related but i went and saw lebron last night my first Cavs game really? live since before he even left to play for the Heat years ago. And they lost. The, oh. They played the Heat, and the Heat won. I was so crushed. They heard you were moving, and they're like, why bother? Yeah, Let's she's moving close to Miami. Yeah. I think she's yeah. a defector. <laughs> Traitor. Hmm. Well, okay, I bet I you get see. asked this a million times uh, a year, at least. You know, 
any, does your son have any interest in the restaurant business or is there oh, any Oh God, I hope not. You, Jeez. you really <laughs> haven't had that conversation? Uh, you know, it's funny, you know, as, yeah. as he's, as he's grown up, you know, he's, he's, again, you don't know what you want that young, but sometimes kids have that. Oh, sure. Notion. I mean, there were, there were times when, you know, I don't, uh, when he was so young that I don't think he knew what bartending was <laughs> other than being behind a bar. Yeah. He probably didn't even understand that there was alcohol involved, but because his mother did it, he said, you know, when I grow up, I want to be a bartender. <laughs> you know, when I grow up, I want to be a, a chef. And the bottom line is um, he's more than happy to work at one of the restaurants in high cool. school with his buddies or college, but yeah. I will never let him get in the restaurant industry Whoa. unless I really don't have much to say about it. He's much too bright much too talented to, uh, he could do better. You act things. like what you do doesn't take smarts or talent. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I just think it's a different, you it, know? It is a, it's one that's it's more, a very labor intensive. Yes. It's one that's more easily lifestyle. learned than a book smart. Yeah. You know, you can live it for a couple of years and kind of yeah. get the gist of it. Where get a feel for I it. I just, you know, I just think he's destined for yeah. bigger things Other than things. his old man's. I would say other things, not necessarily right. bigger. What other, you do is other, important. Other. What you do is very important. Thanks. Um, and I, I have to stand up for it because that's what we do. And you're making me sound like we're really <laughs> lame, no. stupid. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying. But it, it takes a lot of drive. It takes a lot of passion. It takes, oh, my gosh, how many hours? Let's put it in perspective. How many hours a week do you work on average? I try not to think about it. I know you have um, a general figure. If I had mm. to... 60, high 60s? I was going to say, I bet you work between 60 and 80, depending. Yeah. 80 would be uh, at the end of the week. I, I would just have to lay on a couch for three days. And that's but probably happened. <laughs> yeah, it has happened. It has. I knew it. <laughs> and, and it sucks because I, that's not me. So, yeah. like, when you're physically yeah. rendered to that, you just have to succumb to it. You just have to, okay, this sucks because I want to go outside right. and do this, but it is what it is. It is what it is. And you As they say. And you suck it up and you don't complain yeah. and you do it and you just own it and you don't brag and you don't ask for it. you know, all you get out of it is that people return to your place because you do it so well. Well, and they're the, the community is incredibly supportive. So that's because, a large part of our success. Because you've earned it. Like yeah. Well, thanks. I'm, dude, I'm just giving you credit where it's due. Like they don't just do it. They don't just go somewhere because Well, True enough. Thanks, Doesn't dude. it make you feel really good? How many people have like had like special occasions in your place? Absolutely. There's probably been proposals. Oh yeah. Holidays spent, reunions. Yeah. Obviously, tons of birthdays. I mean, anniversaries. Is that a really warm and fuzzy feeling that you have to know that you provided that spot and that atmosphere and that food and that wine for that occasion and that people oh, will always absolutely. have that? I met Jason at your restaurant, you know, right. but there's a million other people that probably met at your restaurant or had such special sure. occasions. How well, cool. Yeah, you know, it's not something you think about on an everyday basis. I know. That's why I'm making you think about right. it. Think but about it today. No, absolutely. It's touching. <laughs> it's, yeah. um, you know, it, it, it's beautiful, you yeah. know. Uh, you know, whether, whatever the driving force was, why they chose Ooh, there. Ooh, tell a crazy story. What's, like, the craziest thing that's ever happened in your restaurant? Oh, God. And, yes, you can name names. Like, was there a mayor involved? Was there, um, uh, uh, let's see, any fires? Um, did the police ever have to come and arrest somebody? Oh, like, yeah. come on, tell some stories. Okay, okay, go ahead. Oh, boy, that's hard. I, you know, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm literally drawing a blank on a specific. Come on, I just named things that I'm pretty sure have all happened. All of the above have happened. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, you hear people say never a dull moment. It is truly never a dull moment in this in the whole neighborhood. Industry. <laughs> uh, yeah, and this neighborhood. Um, you know, it, it is it's so rewarding one minute, and then the next day, something just, somebody just so stupid does something. And <laughs> it affects other customers or whatever. But um, yeah, all of it. The, the fire, I mean, it affected you. It affected. In all honesty, it affected us very little, yeah. uh, comparatively speaking. No, and I wasn't even thinking of that fire. But have you ever had a kitchen fire of any kind? Uh, no. Cool. No. That's good. That's a testament to how clean Lori keeps the kitchen, I nice. think. Nice. Let's talk about Lori for a second. She is your right-hand woman mm -hmm. since back when Crave first started in the kitchen at the North, North Side, Side. Yeah. bar and restaurant. So right. a little history. If you didn't know, Crave actually started over in the North Side in Michael Owen's building, the North Side um, bar and restaurant, mm -hmm. and she was there with you then, and she still is, and I give that lady uh, total props because she is another one who worked so hard, and a lot of times when your Mini Cooper was sitting there, so was her truck. Yep, absolutely. And she, she 
deserves more praise than I could ever give her. If that sure. girl is on the grill, you are in good hands, people. I am such a broken record. You're going to hear this for the hundredth time, but they have my favorite burgers and fries at Crave. Like, have you had the French fries? I have. Yeah, they're delicious. Oh my god, they're my favorite. Best in town, hands down. Skin on, medium to thick cut, rosemary sea salt, incredible. And their burger is just, I don't know if it's the meat you choose or if it's her cooking it, but so juicy, so incredible. I'm not going to lie, I get mine tweaked. Um, I like the flavor of meat. Yes. So I get it without the mayo and without the crispy onion, which they will do for you because I just love. Yeah. Like sometimes rich things, I feel like take away bold flavor, you know what I mean? That's, kind that's, of muted. that's awesome because, I mean, that's the same so concept. I, I, You're talking about a burger, yeah. and people w w would, would say everybody loves a good burger within reason, but most people would say what you're saying is what somebody usually says about steak. Like, you, you want to just taste steak. You want salt and pepper and the meat. You don't want a ton of sauce. You don't want a complex marinade, all that stuff. So, I mean, that's awesome that you're saying that. Because but th that's what's so quality about your burger to me is it's cooked so perfectly. It's so juicy. I get my medium rare, um, which is, you know, all the juicier, all you well-done people are out of, your, out of your minds. But anyway. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. So, anyway, I, it's incredible. I, but, I mean, and that's just a burger and fries, mind you. They have an entire eclectic menu of entrees and beautiful salads and other sandwiches. Um, how often you change your menu every quarter or every half year? Every half year. Okay. Yeah, we usually change it in the spring and then in the fall, right before winter. Well, one thing you keep that I really love is the Gouda mac and cheese uh, with the chicken, the spicy chicken. That's uh, like one of people's favorite meals in yeah. all of Akron, period. Yeah. Right. If I had a dollar for every it, time it I heard gourmet, about though. that. I mean, right. it's not just mac and cheese. I mean, like, you know you can never take that off. Oh, oh no, you that. can't. You know, it's funny. Our, our second menu change, six months in, we changed the soup, the cheese tomato soup. We changed it to, I don't even remember, it was like uh, avocado, cor sweet corn bisque. Or uh, avocado and Rocky Road ice cream bisque. I remember that. It was so good. So mm. people literally cussed kidding. servers out. They were like, you've got to be, uh, yeah, I know it sounds ridiculous. It is ridiculous, but they did. So over the years, something like that, or the cornflake chicken sandwich, or the mac and cheese, or the steak skewers, we, we just, wh whether we'd like to change them up, we can't. <laughs> and so... The city won't allow it. <laughs> right. So, you know, the good thing is, is that when Lori's feeling like, oh, God, it's the same stuff that I've been doing for 16 years, yeah. she's got that creative outlet with specials and, you yeah. know, stuff like that. Like, Chris, what would you do if they took your mac and cheese off the menu? Like, I just pictured you, like, slitting your wrist. Throw a cinder block <laughs> to the front. No, no, like, it would no. get really serious. There would be, like, riots in the streets. Yes. I guess I would find something else from the menu, which I'm sure is equally as good. I know what you mean, though. We change it, uh, our menu monthly, and people get mad. And I'm just like, I just have to, like, deal with yeah. that each time and be like, it's okay. It'll come back one day, and you'll find something else on this one. But with a staple like what you do and with, you know, a restaurant your size and, and how good that stuff is, I feel like as you produce more menus, you might end up finding more and more of that. And like now we love this. Don't let that go. Oh yeah. Your no. like your uh, your Reuben is yeah. a good example. You always have a Reuben. You've changed it yeah. right a little bit, yeah. but you have to have one. Yeah. Because it's so darn good. Oh, I mean now it's like there always has to be a salmon on the menu. There always has to be a this. You know, it's it, it's all fine and good. We change what it's crusted in, what it's you know what the starch is, what the sauce, the veg, all that. So yeah, just gotta gotta give them what they want. Aaron Hervey, cheers. Cheers. Can't thank you enough. My pleasure. So yeah. excited you. for your new place. Crave Thanks. Cantina in Cuyahoga Falls. Um, Crave uh, downtown in the historic arts district, as we call it, right? Districtiante. Yes. If, uh, if the restaurant is open in Cuyahoga Falls before I leave, Chris, I'm holding you to this. Aaron, you're my witness. Podcast dinner. Oh, yeah. With Shane. Boom. I'm on it. Absolutely. We, I'm not kidding. We leave uh, the first week of May, so like somewhere in there. So I hope, because I know it, it no, is crazy. No pressure. I, I'd be so impressed <laughs> if it happened. No, yeah, who cares, right? Hey, if seri I, if I, seriously. Um, but if they keep that schedule, that's incredible. If they keep that schedule, May Monday, May 1, if I remember correctly, is when we'll open. That's an, so. uh, they've done an awesome job. I can't believe because you always expect construction projects to take longer than they anticipate, because they just always do. And, and it do. seems like yours has actually boom, boom, boom. Every yeah, time we turn around. I've seen the pictures on Instagram. People can follow you on social media, right? Mm -hmm. There's, Is there a, a separate page for the Cantina now? Yeah, there is. There's a Crave Cantina uh, Instagram, Crave Cantina on Facebook. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. 
So they can check that out and see pictures of the interior. You've been great about yeah. posting them. Do you do your social media? I do. Good for you, man. Some of it. Um, sometimes I just can't keep up with that stuff. And so, you know, Morgan or Chuck or some of the folks over there. Morgan care. was at that game last night. I didn't know that. Oh, she, yeah? she was somewhere in the arena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, LeBron lost for both Good of us. Good gal. We're I still gonna, love we're him. We're going to lose her, too. Morgan's June. awesome. Yeah. She's a sweetheart. I mean, good, I good, I good luck her to her. I mean, from coming in there. Yeah. Yeah. We're, she's yeah. moving out of state as well. Yeah, right? Phoenix. Yeah. Wow, Phoenix. Yeah. Hotel industry, right? Yeah. yeah. Ritz Carlton? I did hear that. So, I mean, she'll do amazing, but it's a big loss for us. Yeah. And that's the restaurant industry. There's yeah. that, you know, inevitable turnover of staff. Um, but well, you, you, know, you, can, you, like you said, have managed to really hook some We had ones. her through college, and yeah. now it's time for her to move on. So Yeah. Well, we so appreciate you being here. You do so oh, much, don't so be much silly. good, man, don't be in silly. this neighborhood. Thank you. You've Thank been an you. awesome neighbor to Jason and I, just an awesome neighbor to everybody in this neighborhood. You are a friend to anyone who seriously asks you for anything. Um, these are things I've witnessed and experienced, and it can't be said enough. And if there is a well, uh, right back at you. If there is a head chef of Akron, I truly, in my heart, say it's you. Aww. Like with all, Very I sweet. swear to you, with with all, I, I believe that wholeheartedly. Well, thank Chris, you. I don't care what you say or who you think it is. It's Aaron. Okay. So you just be you just be quiet. I, I guess Chris. I'll agree with that. He's gonna nod. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bud. Do you have? Um, well, let's start with our guests. Do you have any special events coming up at Crave? Any dinners or anything? And even if you don't have specific ones in mind, um, you you can just talk about how you guys do your special dinners and pairings periodically. Sometimes you work with Nuevo. Sometimes mm -hmm. you do your own. Any coming up? Any St. Yeah. Patty's Day specials? Um, yeah, we, we've got a beer dinner Monday, uh, March 27th with R. Shea Brewing. Nice. Also another, somebody else, do amazing beer. If you haven't had it, do yourself a favor and go down the valley and check it out. But um, we've got a beer dinner then, and uh, we do one each month, uh, beer wine dinner, normally the last Monday of the month. So you can check us out on social media for that. Nice. Great. Um, so I have a few things. Uh, March 8th, Wednesday, is um, GAIN's monthly meeting, the Sustainable Value of Urban Forests and Akron Tree Plan Talk. You know, they're, um, this group looks at sustainability, and they're looking at ways to actually add more trees to Akron to help with our environment. It helps with, you know, so many different things. It helps to reduce pollutants in the air. Um, that's tomorrow, 530 at the Bit Factory. There's also an open mic at Ohio Brewing Company tomorrow at 8 p.m. On Thursday um, is a fundraiser for um, community support services called the Art of Recovery. It's looking at art and visual art as a healing form for people with mental illness, and that takes place on um, 5.30 at Greystone Hall. Um, also on March 9th is the Trials of Robin Hood Dynamics Community Theater. I, I think um, Cody and Ryan are directing that, or Who Ryan is. Oh, oh yeah, some, some other guys that we, we run into occasionally. Um, and speaking of our good friend Shane Wynn, her reception for the, um, the exhibit I was talking about called Overlooked, that's March 11th, Saturday at 6 p.m., um, and that's at Baxter's Bar um, as part of the curated storefronts. Also on the 11th, Big Big Mess uh, Poetry Reading Series takes place 6.30 p.m., and that is at Annabelle's Bar and Lounge. Wow, good stuff. Okay, nice. so just a few things coming up. Uh, I have less this time. Um, I will uh, mention that the 10th Annual Art and Ale Fest, uh, or the 10th Annual Art and Ale uh, event, is taking place at the Akron Art Museum on Friday, March 10th. Uh, that's always a great one to go to every year. Then there's the Hal Farm and Village Maple Sugar Express. Uh, that's going to be Saturday, March 11th. You can go to the Hal Farm and Village website to find out more about that. Again, it's their Maple Sugar Express. Um, they do such great events there. And I like to kind of check it out every season and, and find out what's going on at Hal Farm. It's a great thing to take uh, family to, um, kids, older people. And, of course, St. Patty's Day is coming up, so we have our St. Patty's Day Parade here in downtown Akron on Saturday, March the 11th. It is at 12 p.m. on Main Street between Cedar and Bowery. And if you don't remember any of this information, that's okay, guys, because you can find these events and more at the downtownakron.com website uh, provided by Downtown Akron Partnership. Again, it's as easy as downtownakron.com, and they have an events tab where you can find out what's going on daily 
in downtown Akron. Uh, right here in this neighborhood, of course, I like to send everybody to uh, Musica, the Uncorked Wine Bar, the new High Street Hot House, and the Blue Jazz Club, uh, all of which have live music uh, of all different kinds throughout the week. And you can check all of those websites and go to dinner first at Crave, of course. Thank you again, Aaron Hervey. Thank you, Chris Miller. High five. Thank you. High five. Boom. High five, Akron. All right. Well, um, as always, Akron, uh, it's um, the Exposed of Akron is brought to you by the Akronist, the Akron Library, um, Urban Eats, and all our other great partners out in the community. So, as always, keep it an, an Akron, Akron day. day.